Blog Talk Radio. Education through rap, 
by our very own news media. And then I'll go further and say that if it was the Russians' intent to do so, then just maybe they were successful. Chew on that for a minute. Maybe they were successful. And if you say, well, Rodney, why do you say they're successful? Because what has the news media, our news media, been occupied with pretty much all this week? It has been that story. Not only has it been that story, but they've even talking about or there's even talk that the electors should vote their conscience, which I believe that's what they can always do, but vote Hillary Clinton in because she got the majority of the popular vote. Now, it's not that I'm a pro-Trump person, but if we do that, what type of discontentment do you think there would be with all of those folks who voted for Donald Trump? And because this would be somewhat of an unprecedented move, would there be even more discontent in the American electoral system? How important is this? How bad is it really? And have we, as those who listen to the news and allow the news, our news, I'm talking about the American news media, ABC, and, and primarily cable, but other. So let me let me withdraw to ABC, but let me go with MSNBC, Fox News. CNN, have they been of the undermining of the American election system even before we found out that the Russians uh, have tried to interfere themselves? And that's why I say, well, what role do we play? Because it didn't just start right now. It's been a slow drip something that has been happening. And did we just watch it happen and said nothing about it? And if that is the case, has the American election system already been undermined? Give us a call, 347-826-9600. Zero zero three four seven eight two six nine six zero zero. Because I would love to hear your opinion on whether you believe them has just been undermined by the Russians, whether it was already undermined by our own media, and what role did we play? You know, here's another one. Did the Russians really do what our news media's headlines possibly 
would lead us to believe that they have done. So in other words, they, the, the phrase, the, the verbiage that's gone out is that the American election system in 2016, the American presidential election system for 2016 was hacked. Well, what does hacked mean to you? And was it really hacked? And I guess it depends on really how do you define hacking or something being hacked. Uh, Wouldn't that be something that was broken into? And when you say interfered with, wouldn't that be something that was changed? So then the question is, well, if it was changed, what was changed, and was it actually changed due to Russian or some other nation state, or for that matter, just some other hackers? Was it specifically Russia that did it? And if it was, because I believe our intelligence agencies are pretty confident that it was Russia, then what is it that they actually did? Did they actually change votes? In other words, did you go and vote for maybe Hillary Clinton and then change it to Donald Trump? Did you go and vote for Donald Trump and then it changed it to Hillary Clinton? Now, there were reports that that happened, but did that happen due to the Russians? Was that someone else? Was it just a glitch in the machinery? And with each one of these reports, whether true or false, does that contribute to any undermining of the American electoral process? When the news, and I'm, talking, I'm not talking about the fake news sites. I'm talking about the big ones, American mass media. When they report or allege that something has happened, whatever that something is, but it actually did not happen. And whether they give a retraction or not, and sometimes, some cases, if they do false reporting, they give a retraction. But it happens so much now, I'm starting to believe they don't even give retraction. But do they play into that undermining of our election process? I'll go back even further before Donald Trump was the nominee for the Republican and before Hillary Clinton was the nominee for the Democrat. Did the rhetoric, the reporting from the American news media, i.e. MSNBC, Fox, you know, Fox News, CNN, and those are the big ones. There's others. You know, we have we have uh, internet news like. Uh, Huff Post. We have uh, other. We have Box. You know, we we have all of these different types of media. But did they report accurately? Because remember, Hillary Clinton was supposed to win, even in the primary. Bernie Sanders could not win. Hillary Clinton was the inevitable Democratic nominee, and then it was Hillary Clinton. She's going to win. Was that reporting news or was that making news? And how do we hold, well, should we even hold our popular news media accountable for that? And Donald Trump was categorized by many of the talking head shows on these stations 
as being, I remember one of the first phrases, a very popular phrase, a carnival, a carnival barker, somebody like P.T. Barnum, clown. He's not serious. Remember those phrases? Well, when our news media, and this is when he was just in the in the uh, primary, and even before the primary, well, he's not really going to run. He's just using this to build publicity for his talk, his TV shows. And then once the TV show was canceled, he's just faking. Oh, he's not serious. All of those things, all of those comments, was that really the proper venue for medium for the media to say those things? Should they have said them at all? Or should they simply have reported Donald Trump has said he will enter the race? Because you can collaborate that. You can record him saying it. You can get multiple sources that verifies he said it, you can report that. But should you say Donald Trump is running, but he's really not serious, no one takes him serious, should you really, should the news media say those things? Now, it's different if John Q and Jane Q Public says it, but should the news media say it? And if the news media is no different from the so-called fake news sites, just reporting the stuff, like Denzel Washington, if you all haven't heard what Denzel Washington had to say about the news media, you have to watch it. I'm going to see if I can find the clip and post it on the event page. Because what he said, he took him to task. And he says, it seems like, well, I'm paraphrasing. But he was telling them that you guys just, you're so interested in being first. You're so interested in getting clicks. You're so interested in reporting that it has driven the news media to lose its luster and status as that protected agency. Because, you know, the news media, newspapers, chief television news, news reporters, they do get a special classification. You know, they can go places. They're important. You know, they're embodiment of the freedom of speech. You know, it's freedom of press. You know, they don't have to give up sources. I mean, that's, do they even need to have protection for giving up sources now? When a good, a lot of the things they report are simply not accurate or not verified. Now, sometimes, they will even come on and say, this has not been verified by MSNBC or CNN. I'm not sure if Fox does it. I believe they do. They'll come on and they'll, they'll give a disclaimer. It's not, do you want your news with a disclaimer or do you want the news? The news is what's about to happen or what's happened. Do you want that? And when you get your news, do you want your news with a bunch of adjectives? Or do you just want the reporting of the news? The topic topic of our show today is, was the election already hacked by our news media? And I'm Rodney Smith in the air chair today on behalf of myself and Angela. 
and you're listening to Our Own Voices Live. And we have a caller. Let's bring them on and let's hear what they have to say. Good afternoon, caller. You're on Our Own Voices Live. Our topic is was the election already hacked by our news media. Do you have a question or comment for us? Good morning, Patricia Martinelli-Price. I've never trusted the media. They don't report the facts. They report what they think should be reported. They are not journalists like the people we had before when I was growing up. I mean, these people will uh, do anything to get their name out there and their television uh, entity, which would be their news channel, or whatever it is, one of, you know, like CNN and the rest of them. So I've never really trusted the media. In fact, since I was growing up, it was very different. You would get the accurate news. If something was going on, you knew that that was actually factual. Now it's not like that. For about two years, I have not even watched any of the news outlets, including locally, I have cable, but I won't even pay attention to what they're saying because half of it is not true. Shame on them. So you 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 said shame on us. Yes, you said shame on us, and I wanted to to jump into that a little bit because the news media is a business, and even though it's a protected class, it is still a business. But as a business, and the reason why it has that protected status is because the important role that it used to play and is supposed to play in providing uh, information and in holding our government in check. That's sort of the media's function, to inform the people of what's going on, what went on, what will happen if they have word of it, and also to provide uh, the, the communities country, the citizenry, to sort of uh, give them some insight into the workings of our government. So it's a protected class. Do you, and I think you said it earlier, do you believe that the media has sort of moved from that important role that it used to play and into something else, and what is our role in that happening? Yeah, I feel they have moved from there. In fact, again, like you said, it's a business. I don't think that they're a protective class. To me, I think they're very disrespectful, and they just get on the bandwagon and say whatever they feel, and they think that people are very stupid, that we're going to pay attention to all their craziness that are not factual. So I feel that they, like you said earlier, they are a business, So they're looking at the mighty dollar, whatever sells, since Mr. Trump was very, very popular, has been very popular for many, many years because of the Trump name and what he's done with some of his businesses. I think they were actually piggybacking on that as people wanted to know, is he going to be running? Isn't he going to be running? What is he doing? And what, you know, is he saying? So I feel myself that they've moved to a very disrespectful, uh, you know, place where they're not giving the people, uh, the people that are paying for that. Let's face it, the advertisers sell us products and we buy their products. 
So they're supposed to be taking care of doing more of the people, what the people really uh, want, and that's the truth. We want to get the truth from them, uh, and that hasn't been possible, I think, for many, many years, but more so now uh, with this election because they have their favorites. And I actually was a writer for many years. My daughter was a writer. My my father-in-law was a syndicated columnist. Uh, for the Las Vegas Sun, but it's syndicated all over the world. And he actually reported the truth, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. And now you don't see that. You don't see that. It's like they select their favorites and they harp on it. And people don't know what's going on. It reminds me of, uh, you know, that the world was coming to an end many, you know, I guess in the 50s. And people really believe that, and they were in a panic mode, and that's what we're getting from this news now. That's my belief. So if, if let's say that that is the case, what role have the people played in the media moving from the information uh, distribution hub that it used to be and that reported to the news into Entities that now try to make the news. Well, I feel that what has happened is people are so busy with their lives, working, their families, and and the, and a lot of people will listen to this crap and really believe it because that's what media used to be before. They would always say, really, the actual facts. They would check everything out to make sure those were the facts. They're not doing that now. They're just reporting just to report. And the bottom line for me, I think, is their money, the money situation. Like you said, it is a business. Who has the best ratings? And that's what it's come to. And the families are so busy, they barely have time to, you know, to take care of themselves because they're taking care of their families that a lot of people, and they're educated and they're good people, but a lot of them think, oh, yeah, that's really what happens because Joe Blow and uh, and, um, CNN told us this. But that's not factual now. You know, I I feel that they're going to eventually go down because a lot of people are not listening to them and a lot of people are not believing their crap. Because the people voted for Donald Trump, not Russia, not the press. The people voted in numbers, I mean, I'm telling you, uh, hundreds of thousands of people were going to his major events. You could barely get in uh, because they wanted to hear a person that is finally saying the truth, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. They wanted to hear the truth because we've not heard that for many, many, uh, you know, elected officials that have been in office for many, many years. We've never heard the truth. That goes back, way back to the Bush administration, into this administration that's still there. They're, they don't say the truth because the media is covering the, the things that are really factual because they want to sell, they want to sell, uh, you know, their airtime and they want people to watch them for their uh, ratings. And, and I feel that the people are so busy working, taking care of their families, that they don't have really time to check this out, is it factual or not? Well, in the age of the Internet, where we can Google almost anything at any time with most people having phones, 
that the people are too busy or are they just conditioned and accept whatever the news says? Because as you said earlier, the news used to be a place of integrity where sources were verified before a report was put on the air or, or put, uh, put into print. So do you think it's that they're too busy or they just have an expectation that the media is the honest broker? I think it's an expectation because they've always known, I mean, growing up, uh, I remember my grandmother, Ola, her and my grandfather had to watch the news. And, I mean, they actually made like a, you know, like a thing that they had to sit and watch the news because so-and-so was going to be telling them about what happened here and there. So a lot of us have been conditioned to that. And like you said, you can check the facts on, on Google, but are, are those facts 100% correct or not? That's another thing you need to look at. I mean, as they've been saying Russia, 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 the American people voted for Mr. Trump, not Russia. We all came out in numbers because we were tired of the crap that's been going on for many, many generations, not only with this administration, but going back you know, probably 20 years, if not more. So going back to the Clinton era. Yeah. Yeah, because we're tired so, of, of everything was being said. I mean, you know, and what was being done and, and, and not really taking care of the people, looking at lining their pockets with money, the taxpayers' money, and not helping really to stabilize this country, but helping every other country, excuse me, in the world, and not taking care of your own backyard. My dad always said, charity begins at home. I cannot help you if I cannot help myself. Mm-hmm. And we're so not helping America, can... but we're helping everybody else. So what do you, what is the impact, if any, that you see in our election process, if the news media, which is in the past, has been one of the things that gave politics transparency, if it has been uh, somewhat eroded, its integrity has been eroded, as you suggest, then what do you think the impact will be on the American uh, electorate having confidence in their political system? Well, I think that's that's why people voted. That's why they went out and voted, because they do not have uh, any respect, first of all, for the media. I mean, disrespectful of a person that's running for president, but yet looking at the other candidate that has had major, major issues, that's why she didn't win. Obama came up. He was like what you would call the... Uh, you know, the dark horse, not because he's, uh, you know, he's more white than African-American, but he came ahead because people wanted a change. They wanted somebody new. He was a one-time senator. He was raised, you know, poor and then middle class. So they wanted a change other than Hillary, and that's why uh, that's why Obama won the first time. And the second time, uh, because that's what people were looking for, and, and they thought, okay, we've never had, uh, this type of president, let's go for it. I mean, and, and a lot of people voted for him, and that's why he won. This time they said, okay, we want change because we see our inner cities are, are not 
doing well, but the media never said that. According to the media, Detroit, all the inner cities are doing so well. We have all these jobs. We have all these businesses opening up. That's not correct. They're giving you false news. So I feel that, like you said, where do we go from here? We have to start doing our own research and finding out what are the facts. I feel that eventually electronic media and even the um, uh, electronic media and, and, and even going back to your newspapers and stuff, which is actually print media, eventually are not going to exist because people are going to be doing their own research, like you said, in Google, and, and maybe looking at those outlets that are part of, of, you know, that are part of radio or Internet shows to really get their facts because they're not getting it from these medias. So I feel that eventually it's not going to exist. You see the boycotts now. They're not doing too well. Uh, because people are upset. I mean, you're giving us false information, and uh, you know, and and all of a sudden, let's say Hillary would have won. Let's say she would have won. They would have never come up with all this stuff about Russia. What they don't tell you is she sold uranium. And how I know this because my grandfather and our my my family in New Mexico has uranium mines, and they were trying to get their mines there to sell Russia. And my uncle had to file a federal lawsuit. I am not selling you my my mining claims for uranium. I am not interested in selling to Russia. She did that, and a lot of people don't know that. So if Russia was so bad, as they're saying that they hacked the election to help Donald Trump, which is not correct, if they were such bad people, why did Hillary and that administration sell them 20% of American uranium. That's what they use to do bombs. And so, so I'm telling you, I feel that all of it is a hoax, and people are not going to stand for it. People are very savvy. Like you said, they can do their own research. They're busy working. But we were conditioned this way because I'm telling you, my grandparents would listen to the news more than they would watch a movie or a story or something going on because they wanted to know what was going on in the different, you know, when they had the war. Then growing up, uh, my father, my brother is a POW, my father always watching the news and see what they were talking about if they found more POW, spending money back and forth going to Vietnam. But the news was giving some accurate and some not accurate. So the news media goes back to the corruption, I'm saying, probably 20 20 to 25 years when they were not reporting everything factual. But people were so, so busy. So, Patricia, you mentioned a bunch of stuff there, and some of it was you, you, know, you talked about it being a business. You talked about some misreporting on Donald Trump. But what I, what I wanted to get to in, in what you said is sort of funnel it down a little bit, is that <clears> – <throat> If it is about making money, which most businesses are, but there was a certain level of professional professionalism uh, and uh, integrity that was associated with our news media, television, and before that, print. And because of that, you know, the media gets special access to the president. Whenever the, you or I typically well, I'll speak for myself, I'm typically not hanging with the president, and yeah. nor is Jane or John Q. Public. But the news media 
flies in Air Force One with him. The news media has offices in the White House. Uh, they were in there for his uh, speech yesterday. So the news media is unique and has certain privileges because of their role that they're supposed to play in keeping our government honest as well as keeping the people informed. What do you think needs to happen to get the news media back into the business of really the people's business, which is reporting the news and bringing back that professional journalism and integrity? Right. Right. I think if you don't have integrity, you're never going to have integrity. Uh, that, I mean, you know what, it's, it's basically something that you're raised in to, to be, to have integrity and, and do the right thing, whether it's popular or not, and I don't think they're capable of that myself, I mean, and it's a lot, a lot of things, I mean, that they've, uh, that they've reported, it, it has even nothing to do with this election, there was a lot, a lot of well, things Patricia, that, uh, that I uh, sorry for sorry for interrupting you, but if they do not have integrity, and as you said, it's something that you grow up with, so either you have it or you don't. If that is not the case, then should they still have that those special privileges and access that they have enjoyed in the past, they had it so that they could give the people insight into what was happening with government. Well, if they are not doing that, then should they still have those special privileges? No, they shouldn't. No, 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 they shouldn't at all. Uh, no, they shouldn't because they're not going to be reporting the facts. They haven't reported the facts, I would say, for probably 20-something years. I mean, and there's a lot of different things. In fact, uh, my dad always said, uh, press is better than no press, and the power of the pen, he said, could either make you or break you. And I see it. I mean, you, you see it now that, you know, if if people would have not been that savvy, like you said, with the computers and maybe Googling and checking this out, this election would have turned very, very different because of of the bias that the media had, uh, like you said, calling him, uh, you know, which which I think is very disrespectful because he's a human being calling him uh, a clown and a circus this and that. Obviously, they don't check their facts. This man, from a million dollars, made so much money, and my dad would have never been involved with the chister because my dad was above board. He took care of his family and the people. He would hire the human family as long as they could cut it. He didn't care what religion background, what ethnic background they were. His vice president was actually African-American of uh, Martinelli Industries. He was sharp, and my dad said to me growing up, you have to hire eagles that work for you so they make you look better. And that's one of the things that we see. The press are not eagles. They're uh, very biased. Well, we don't like her because she's wearing a tight skirt, or we don't like him because of his hair, and how dare he think he can be the next president. Well, it's not up to you. It's the election, the people voting, and you need to report the facts, not crap that you're just pulling out of nowhere. I feel myself, Rodney, that 
eventually people are not watching. I haven't watched the news for two years, and you're probably saying, well, how does she get her facts? I was Googling and doing my own research myself. But the best research I had was my dad, because my dad would have never, he was a man of substance, a man of respect and integrity. He would call the three the three R's, responsibility, reliability, and respectability to everybody that you know. And if there's a problem, you have to go to them and discuss it, uh, not uh, slander their name all over town, talk to them, and then go from there, uh, because not always are you going to agree. But that that's one of the things that I'm thinking, Rodney. I think the press is going down, and you see it. And now with the Internet, and having talk radio and different things like that, people are listening to those voices now. But, you know, as you say that people are listening to those voices, the Internet, and we did a show last week on fake news, but the Internet can be just as bad or or worse than the popular media. Uh, A case in point would be, where there was the story of the Clinton sex ring at some pizza parlor, I think it was Comet Pizza Parlor, and uh, a fellow went in there and because of these news stories and whatever else was going on in his mind, took it upon himself to investigate and open fire. Luckily, no one was hurt, but it was wow. luck. Uh, now, of course, there's good luck and there's bad luck, so next time maybe it will be bad luck and somebody could get hurt. So just the, you know, where the, the good thing that used to be about the popular news media is that it was impeccable standards. Uh, they had sources. Uh, when they said something, you could pretty much take it to the bank that that was what happened or, you know, that you know you had insight into things. And that was good for the, the democracy, the democratic form of government that we have. But if we have lost faith in the news media reporting the news, and if, we, if our fallback is of the Internet exclusively, with most people, as we know, listening to other people who fit their thought process. So in other words, if you have a conservative, they're probably listening to conservative internet whatever. If they're liberal, then they're probably listening to liberal whatever. If they're just crazy, then they're probably listening to crazy stuff and it's being reinforced. So I guess all that to say that if we do not have integrity, in our news reporting industry, then right. that means that we really do not have integrity. That may not bode well for our democracy because, like, uh, the reason why we did the show was because they said that Putin, it's reported that our 17 intelligence agencies agree that Russia attempted to interfere in our election process with the reason for this attempt to undermine the integrity of the process. That's supposedly why it happened. And then the show title, which is, was the election already hacked by our news media, to say that 
the confidence in our news in in our election has already been undermined by our news media. And if that's the case, sure, Putin's if it was him, his interference could exacerbate it. But we have a problem that's homegrown potentially that we have to deal with. What do you what are your thoughts on that? Well, it is homegrown, and of course they have to blame Russia just because, you know, the recent president, uh, I mean, my, my dad was still alive when he took office. He died two years ago, and one of the things that my dad, and my dad knew Obama, by the way, so he wasn't just, oh, talking out of his mouth. He knew Obama for many, many years, had met him in Chicago and different places, And one of the things that my dad was pretty upset with that is, you know, he was a Marine, I mean, he was a colonel in the Air Force uh, when Obama was going, doing these tours and apologizing for America. And my dad thought, what happened to him? Why is he apologizing? It kind of bothered him. But then the news uh, media also uh, were talking crap. That was not true that Obama was doing. That was one of the things, but it didn't happen like the media reported it. It was very different, uh, you know, of what Obama did. It wasn't that he was apologizing. He went there on a tour to bend fences with those countries that we were at war or they were at war with us. But the way the media portrayed it is, oh, you know, he's a wimp. He's over there apologizing. And and then later on, the the media said all this crap, but my dad checked it out with him directly. Why were you doing that? And found out what it really was. The media still till today, they say, oh, yeah, he was over there apologizing and shame on him and blah, blah, blah. Well, that wasn't the correct statement. So I'm telling you that you're right. The Internet is a mess. A lot of crap comes out of there. So I don't know how we're going to be able to get, you know, the the correct uh, things that are going on because I really believe that the media, the way we see it now, probably 10 years, maybe even less, will not exist. People will be doing their own research. Uh, Maybe uh, there might be some legitimate, uh, you know, uh, news reporting on the Internet, but that's going to be pretty hard because, like you said, they're saying information, and they send out information, false information all the time. Even our news media here in Nevada, my good friend Jim Rogers, very involved with his Channel 3 at that time, and he told me, we do 100% research before we actually uh, send anything out. And the Greenspun's the same thing, and now the Review Journal. They they send out, they look at all the facts before they report them. But not all journalists are that way. And they do, for the money, whatever their network is telling them. I mean, disrespectful to people that were running for president. Okay, you don't like these people? I mean, they were talking bad of every presidential candidate, and then they're censored, then they're, Whatever Obama was saying or Hillary, I think the whole process was very disrespectful. And the election process has been disrespectful for, I would say, 30 years. They put each other down. Americans don't want to hear that. You need to say the truth. They're not doing the right thing for our country. We're not taking care of our country. That, That is factual. We haven't been taking care of our country 
for probably over 50 years. So we need to take care of our American people because we're the ones that are paying tax dollars, not these other countries. And the, the Russian situation that a lot of people don't seem to understand, there was major, major stuff that happened that is actual factual that happened between Russia and Bill Clinton and, of course, Bill Clinton's wife. Uh, you know, so, so these are facts that were not really reported. And why would you say that he was trying to steal the election when it was the American people that voted? Who stole the election? And I, and I have proof of this, Rodney. It's people that are in America illegally that were allowed to vote, especially the Mexican community. And I speak fluent Spanish. And we happened to be at Cardenas over there on Decatur and Meadows Lane by, you know, and the the lines were supposed to be shut down by 7. I've worked both as a delegate. I've worked in actually in the electoral department, in the election department for the county. And I've worked also, you know, as a you know, uh, they're uh, checking out that everybody gets through uh, soon to, to, to vote and that they have their their correct name and address in their ballot. This wasn't being done. There was four uh, busloads that came in, and they were all talking Spanish. And I have four people that I know personally that are disbarred Mexican American attorneys that were telling them to vote for Hillary. They gave them the list of who to vote for. So these people did not even have an actual voter registration uh, information that you get in the mail. All they had is a paper that showed all the way down a Democratic, all Democrats they were voting for, for the Assembly, the Senate, President, and, and also for Senate and Congress. And they had them all written there because I have a copy of that. I gave it to the attorney. I actually send one out to the attorney general and also to the state. Uh, uh, and they, they haven't done anything about it. They're like, and these people were speaking Spanish. I, in particular, I talked so, to one of the ladies. So, Patricia, would, would you yeah. be able to share that uh, document with me? Because I, I would like to. I would like to peruse it and take a look at it for myself. I have to talk to the attorney because let me tell you, because the attorney was very concerned uh, that I could get myself, you know, uh, my life could be threatened because of that. So I have an attorney, and I'm sure it wouldn't be a problem if it's only going to go so you see it, not for everybody else. But they had four busloads of people voting, and they gave them the paperwork. And how I got by paper is because I spoke in Spanish to this guy and this lady that I was talking to on the line, and they thought, oh, my God, she's a blonde, but she's Hispanic. I never told them that I was Hispanic. So they gave me the paper. And the lady said, well, I'll give you mine after I get done. But what was going on, they didn't give him back the paper. Then you had well, Ruben we, Then you had well, Ruben Patricia, before you go on any further, I, let, me, let me explain yeah. why I want to see that, that document. Oh, because right. what we're talking right. about, is right. we are talking about the news and integrity in the media right. and in reporting and that their right. their sources and their data is impeccable uh, beyond right. reproach. And right. in order for us to talk about that, of course, when we make claims, we 
also have to be able to back up our claim. Otherwise, oh, no, we tend to, to be viewed as the same as, as them. So that's the reason why, uh, because that's a pretty serious allegation that you're making. Look, and, of course, this is an a media it's outlet. Right. It's no, not I, allegation. I, I get it from, your, I get it from right. your perspective, but just as right. I would ask for uh, a source from, you know, and we ask for sources from our news, our popular news media, our, our mass media, the big the big boys, so to speak, you know, we have to do the same thing here. So we well, want no, to just I make sure that. But also I have yeah, an we just want to make sure that we get it out. It, it, also went, it also went to the attorneys that actually uh, represent Mr. Trump at the campaign headquarters because I was in shock and, and that, that this was going on. And I wasn't the only one. In fact, I was invited, and I do have pictures of that. Uh, I was invited by a group. I don't know if they knew that I was a Republican or not. They invited me to this event. My granddaughter and I went. And it was all Democrats wearing little buttons, or not buttons, wearing uh, those pasty things about Hillary Clinton, so I was there, of course, with my Donald Trump button, and so was the granddaughter and another friend of mine that is Asian. I invited her because they told me I could invite people, so I invited her to go with me, and we have pictures of that, and several people came over and said to me, oh, what are you doing here? Now, you got to remember, these people were not even American, and I said, oh, I was invited, I said, by the person. And you're wearing a Trump button? I said, yeah. I said, what is it? I said, what's the problem? Well, you know, this is a Hillary, uh, you know, event. I said, uh, Hillary um, did this event? I said, no, it's my friend that is Asian. Well, she said, yeah, but she said, um, most of the people here, I said, I have a lot of uh, friends that are Democrats. I said, and I was invited. I said, so this is why I'm here. I said, and why are you here, ma'am? Why are you here? And she said, oh, I'm here from England. And I have pictures of all of them. She said, I'm here from England, and I was invited. I said, so you're working the Hillary campaign from England? Oh, yes, she says. I said, so you're voting? Oh, yes. I said, you're voting, but you're from England, and you're not American citizen yet? Oh, that's right. And I, I mean, my granddaughter, and I have proof, the other lady heard the same thing. We took pictures of everybody. Here comes Ruben Kewen and Cortez. And they're talking blah, 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 this and that, this and that. And, of course, when they saw me, they were like, oh, shoot, what is she doing here? Well, guess what? I was invited. Uh, Ruben never even came to say hi or anything. Uh, you know, he's like, wow. And then there was some Mexican people that I talked to in Spanish that I took a picture with them and I took a picture of them that said they were brought in from California. That was the day before the election. So there's a lot, a lot of proof out there. Whatever I can give you, I'll make sure that I give you because I'm just telling you this because these are my facts mm -hmm. and, 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 and what happened. And see, you know, there's a lot of good people out there. I think they meant well, but they were actually railroad to do this, and they don't even know that it's punishable by prison because you're messing with federal laws, not state laws. It's federal right. law. Hey, Patricia, we are we are actually four minutes over the end time for of of the okay. show. So if you could okay. just go ahead and wrap it up, so I could uh, yeah, well, close out the I'm show. Yeah, well, I'm gonna say I don't really I don't trust the mainstream media. 
I think even the people that they have are very disrespectful to us Americans. I don't want to listen to their crap. I think that this president should not even let them say too much because they talk about him to himself, but he doesn't know. He doesn't hear. They have him on tape when they say crap after they talk to this president that we still have there for a couple more weeks. And and they need to be censored. They need to be out. I mean, I, I tell you, I don't listen to them for two years. So all the stuff that I'm getting is a lot of it is from print radio, I mean, from print or radio, and, and some for the Internet, but not all of it, because like you said, that's also a problem. But thank you, Rodney, for getting everything out to the public, and, and I feel that you're going to do very well because you're reporting the facts, and, and, and that's very important for all the American people. We need to have you censored out, I mean, uh, uh, send out to all this country so people know the facts and they can call in. We love you. God bless. Have a great weekend. Thank you. All right. Thank you for the call. Well, that was Patricia Martinelli-Price right here from Las Vegas giving us her thoughts on the news media and whether our election was hacked or not, or whether it was already hacked by our own news media. Uh, We do have another caller on the line. And for those of you who are listening, uh, when you dial in the caller, uh, and let me give you the number one more time, it's 347-826-9600, press option one on your keypad, because what that does is that indicates that you're not just listening, because I can see you listening, and when you press that one, that let me lets me know that you want to talk. And then when you're done, just press option one again, and that'll clear the, the lines. So let me bring on the next caller. Good afternoon. You're listening to Our Own Voices Live. Our topic today was, or is, was the election already hacked by our news media? Do you have a question or comment, caller? <laughs> Good afternoon, caller. You're on Our Own Voices Live. Did you have a question or comment for us? Hello. I believe this. Yes, you're on Our Own Voices Live. Did you have a question or comment? Hi. Yes. Um, I was actually I was actually didn't realize I was <laughs> I was on air. Um, I just wanted to say that um, uh, this is Ashanti McGee from um, from Las Vegas, and. Um, I want to say how um, just really disappointed I am in the um, in the news media in general um, on on and in many sides. Um, I think that there's been such polarization um, on on both sides that, um, and I think in addition to you know just money being into the news media that there's really very little um, actual um, investigative journalism um and and in, an actual um integrity of, of journalism that's that's been um highlighted um uh, i have a lot of friends that are you know that have been journalists and because of of the money um factor um they've been put out of jobs and so there's it's it's allowed a lot of sensationalist journalism to 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 overshadow um you know people that have that have been focusing this on this as a career and um and focusing on um real stories and and um and 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 bipartisan approaches 
So um, that's that's just my take on it. Well, I appreciate that. Now, would you classify yourself as part of the greatest generation, uh, the baby boomer generation, the millennials? Where do you fall? Um, I am a uh, 1980s millennial, so um, I'm, <laughs> um, I guess, yes, I'd, I'd say I'm, I'm pretty much on the cusp of millennial and, and Gen X. Okay. Well, I tell you what, Ashanti, stand by like 10 seconds. I need to give uh, – I let us folks know that we're running over. Uh, you, everyone, you're listening to Our Own Voices Live. Normally we end at 2 o'clock p.m., but we did have a caller with quite a bit to say, so we're actually over our time. And uh, our topic today is, was the election already hacked by our news media? And this is in reference to uh, reports of our intelligence agencies suggesting that computers uh, were hacked and then information was retrieved from those computers and then disseminated to a, a source or sources that then disseminated it possibly through WikiLeaks to the rest of the world, and that possibly it could have undermined the integrity of the American election system. My title of the show today was, was the election already hacked by our news media, is that it has the integrity of our election process, has it already been undermined by our own homegrown news media, regardless of what the Russians may or may not have done. And we have Patricia Martinelli-Price on, a Republican that gave her take on it. And now we have a millennial, uh, Ashante uh, from Las Vegas, uh, sharing her opinion. And I'm really glad that you called Ashante, especially because you are one of those millennials, because I want to know how does this impact you? And do you believe what you hear in the news now? Are you skeptical? When you hear something said about a candidate, pro or con, are you more apt to believe it or to question it now? How does this impact those of you who are uh, ascending into the seats of power in this country? Ashanti, are you still there? Sorry. Yes, I'm still here. Sorry. Um, um, I... I think uh, just because of the the background that I've had, um, I went to the um, I went to a really good school that really focused that really focused on um, uh, investigative investigation, um, citing, making sure that 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 you actually research um, your findings and and question everything. Um, uh, many millennials in general have um, have really questioned um, everything that we've seen in the big media, um, just because over the years there's been um, uh, kind of like a, a it's diluted a, a lot um, as far as um, actual um, integrity is, is concerned. So um, when I hear something in the media, when I see something, especially on Facebook, um, one of the things that my teachers had taught me was, you know, don't just believe anything that just popped up. In the, in the internet, um, I'm usually if I'm finding something before I I share it or before I say anything or have an opinion on it, I'm looking for sources. I'm usually reading three or four um, articles back and looking for actual um, uh, credible sources and and basing um, 
you know, where I find these the, the resources um, from. Um, did they help tell me, you know, whether or not if this is more of a credible, is, is this something I should really take into consideration? Is this something that, um, you know, maybe I should consider and look further into? Or is this something that I should just completely dismiss? And unfortunately, um, you know, this this is now left to the, the public to discern. And a lot of times, there's a lot of people in the public that either just don't have the time or the resources or even the know-how to, to do this research. And this is, one, this is why we're having such, um, you know, such backlash about, about everything. And, and nobody believes anything now because um, there, there's just been so much. That, that people have had to research and and you know quite frankly I, I think a lot of people are either overwhelmed or, or just or just tired of it you know, that that's an interesting observation and that plays into the title of our show is is our being basically the integrity of our system has it already been uh, diluted has it already has it already been hacked? And you said some of the things that the previous caller said, uh, Patricia Marnelli, about having to research it herself. As a matter of fact, she said that she uh, really stopped watching the news a couple of years ago. But here's another piece to that. You said that a lot of folks don't really have the time or may not verify what they hear or what they see. And that also has consequences because if a person just get, as an example, if something comes off is posted on Facebook, that's not true. And it's then forwarded to someone's friends list who see it. And because it came from a friend, sometimes assumptions are made that of course their friend must've verified it. So then they assume that it's true. And, Sometimes those assumptions can lead to action. Now, it could be something way out there, like the individual who went and shot up the Comet Pizza Parlor, or something less, and hopefully there's less. But these things do have consequences. How do we, and this is the same question I asked uh, Patricia, is how do we get our news media back to the organization that plays a very valuable role in informing the American people of what our government is doing, but also just what's going on in general. Do you think it's too late? Do you think that there is something that could be done, and do you know what some of those things might be? Ashanti? All right, let's uh, make sure we didn't we didn't lose our call, okay? I think she dropped off temporarily. Let's see if we can bring her back on. I'm not sure if she heard my question. I will uh, need be. Uh, Ashante, okay. I see that you dropped off. Did you uh, did you hear my question? Yes, I, I heard your question. Um, I actually don't. I'm actually being very hopeful, and I don't think that um, just completely scrapping, um, you know, journalism and, and, um, and the way that we're doing news um, completely is, is the right idea. Um, however, I think that 
you, you have um, different places, like um, there, there's been so many blogs and personal opinions um, pieces that, um, and, and just independent, um, not necessarily independent news, but just um, news based on, once again, sensationalism, finding somebody who, um, you know, who has a really good rant um, and, and seems to, to draw a crowd um, versus, you know, actually finding their sources and, and, and their reasoning behind their, their stance. Um, I think that if we can back away from shining so much of the limelight on on these people, which has been the 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 big focus I mean the, the big problem is is um <clears throat> focusing on these people that are that are looking to give you a shock. Um and it's one of the things that we got that got us into this mess in the first place. And trying to focus more on nonpartisan you know, um, um, actual credible information because at the end of the day, whether it's, if it's coming from the left or the right, um, you know, if, if we're just taking whatever, whatever we think is okay um, and, and whatever we think is going to, to, to sway our opinion um, to, to other people, um, we're not going to win. And I mean, as, as a country, I'm, I'm, very interested into non-biased, you know, um, news because that's that's the way that we're able to get through this together. And I think that that's the only the only way is, is without us having a slant to the left or the right, and 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 us having journalism for journalism's sake. Um, I think that's really the best the best method in my opinion. Okay. Well, I thank you for calling in. We sort of have an ex- ex- impromptu extended show today. I hope uh, the other broadcasters uh, will forgive me for taking a little extra time. I thought that uh, what Patricia has to say in general and what you're saying, especially from your vantage point, is something important that our listeners need to hear. Because ultimately, as a business, a business makes money and especially in the media, because they have subscribers, they have listeners, they have viewers, and in exchange for that, advertisers are willing to pay to sort of borrow those viewers, those listeners, so that they can show them what they have to sell. And they don't; those advertisers don't spend their money unless they're getting something in return. So we know that these shows, have gotten huge ratings, especially over this election cycle. Ultimately, it comes down to the American people as what will we continue to tolerate. And uh, my final question to you, if you have time to, to comment, is we have MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News channels. With Fox News and CNN, news in the title. But the majority of their programming is editorial shows. In other words, it's people giving their opinions. Now, sometimes their opinions can be good, but it's still their opinion. Sometimes their opinions can be biased. But because they're listed as news shows, people tend to accept it as the news. Do you think that our news shows, need to be reeled in, whether it's Rachel Maddow, uh, Anderson Cooper, 
or Sean Hannity doesn't make any difference. Do you think that they may have gone too far and that there's too many of them and they have an undue influence and that one of the ways possibly, and I I think I'm leaving you in this question here, but one of the ways is that we have to do something with the way those shows are packaged or, or your thoughts on it in general. Um, I I wholeheartedly agree. Um, I think that there's (laughs) – okay, so so think about this. There is – you've got Fox News, for example. I'm just giving this as an example, Um, who who has more of a conservative bent. Um, However, when you look at the Fox News channel, I mean the Fox channel, just regular Fox station, um, they focus on some of the most cutting-edge, most liberal – you know, ideas between like the Simpsons and uh, you just think of all of the, the crazy shows that have come out of Fox. And, and what you see is there, there is no line up of, of, of morality or, or of this, of this ideology. Um, they're, they're complete, almost completely opposed to each other. And that, like you said, it's because it's, it's entertainment. It's, it's, it's these ideas of, of having, um, you know, people, people to 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 create to generate money for them, and and I think that as much as I like some of the shows that you have mentioned, um, it does definitely has to be reeled in, and I think that that maybe that might be one of our first ways of approaching this idea of of just allowing people to have opinions, um, um, and and have a, a a big speaker for them to to do so. Um, I, I like opinions. I like hearing other people's thoughts. Um, however, I think that that there's we might have to be at a basis of of having nonpartisan news so that people can start forming their own opinions again and their own ideas and and be able to create dialogue among each other without you know. Um, you know, everybody that's into Rachel Maddow and, and over here and the people that are into Sean Hannity over here and, and allowing um, people across multiple party lines to actually come together and, and start talking about these issues um, as opposed to being so one-sided. Well, I appreciate your opinion, and that's uh... – why we open up the lines is so that callers can come in and share their opinions of what's going on around them. And, and I, I think that this is a, a very in, important topic because I do see the potential, if not the reality of it today, undermining our election process as people become, uh, some will become apathetic, uh, others will sort of drop out, feel that it's unfair. They feel that no one is truly representing them. Some may just not know what is, what is the truth. And for a democracy that needs that that news media to be the ones that ensures that the populace knows what's going on, this is something that may jeopardize our very system of power and politics here in this country. That's why the topic is, was the election already hacked by our news media? And even in the when they use the phrase hacked, 
and what the talking head shows would often say is that they would some title of our the election was hacked. I said, is that even accurate? Because did they change something in in the election? Did they manipulate the the voter count? Are they misleading the listening and viewing audience by the title into thinking that someone infiltrated our election system? And if that is, then how can we expect people to have confidence in our election process? Hence, the undermining of our election system by ourselves that has absolutely nothing to do with any foreign uh, individual or nation state impacting it. We may be impacting it ourselves. Well, Asante, we have to get out of here. Do you have any closing remarks? Um, more than more than anything, um, do your own homework. <laughs> that's that's you know, you you have the power, you have the you have the knowledge. Um do your own homework and, and get some good people with, you know, some differing opinions too. Well, and that's what we try to do at the gathering every Friday afternoon from 12 till supposedly 2, but sometimes longer as we get people with varying opinions, various political stances, various ages, uh, various religions, and we don't ask that everybody come in to agree. What we do ask is they come in with a hunger for some food as well as some information that people share the information that they have, and that way, we can all learn a little something. And we've been doing it for nine years. Patricia Martinelli-Price for calling in. Thank you to uh, Ashante McGee uh, for calling in. We appreciate your comments. We appreciate you just listening, uh, not to mention calling in and being willing to share some of your thoughts with us. We, we need to dialogue. We need to discuss these things. Burying our head in the sand uh, may not, and I don't believe will work too well for us. We have to fix these things before they get beyond fixable. Uh, In our form of government, it is very important that we have viable and new sources above reproach and with the most integrity as possible to tell us what's going on with our government and what's going on around us so that we can make informed decisions. So in spite of what Russia did or may have done or someone else. It is what are we doing to ourselves and maybe if we take care of that that will help alleviate some of the other problems. Well everyone as I said we've gone over uh, today but I thought that this was a very important discussion to have. The title of the show was was the election already hacked by our news media and uh, we had a couple of callers today Patricia Martinelli Price and Ashanti McGee. Thanks to you both, and hopefully you will keep listening. Uh, for you as well as everyone else, you can go to Our Own Voices Live, uh, go to our show event, leave a comment about the show. Of course, you can also go to Our Own Voices on Twitter. And if you, whatever communicative social media means you have, we probably have a site for it. Whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube, we have a site, and it's all Our Own Voices. We look forward to your continued listenership. We look forward to continuing the discussions on some of our social media outlets. And until next Saturday, I hope everyone is safe. Uh, enjoy your holiday shopping. But please remember the reason for the season and plan to take time 
to share that with one another next week. I look forward to seeing you again. Everyone take care. Bye-bye.